How many times have we heard our government tell us that we are launching these sanctions against these countries that sponsor terrorism, most notably Iran, and yet Iran always seems to be awash in cash and able to do these things? Maybe it's because the rest of the international financial community doesn't follow suit, but there are always some kind of workarounds in there, so they just don't seem to be as effective as we would like them to be. Well, trying to plug these leaks and these workarounds are uh, something that one of our Michigan congressmen has made his mission. Uh, Congressman Bill Heisinger from Michigan's 4th District joining us live this morning. I believe he's at home in Zealand. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Guy. And uh, yes, we we finally broke out of the hamster wheel from hell called Washington, (laughs) D.C. So home home for a couple of days and uh, looking forward to another Lions win on Thursday. There you go. Game. Yeah. But, and, uh, uh, but it, yes, it's good to be home. Yeah, well, and all you got to do now is worry about Lake Effect, which we we've, you, you and I have had plenty of experience <laughs> with that. When it comes to Iran, just how – just give us a sense of of how complicated and, and how um, – just corrupt that system is of, of financial sanctions. Well, you, you know, here, here's the interesting thing, Guy, and, and how to boil this down is always a challenge. But I think you were on to the, 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 the real core of this, um, the, the workarounds, the loopholes, mostly usually are unintentional, all right? And, and so, in other words, there's there's it's it's like you know money is like water in the uh, international terrorism financing. It's going to find that little crack and where it's going to seep through and leak through. Now the question is, is do you have an administration and regulators and relationships around the world that are looking to then plug those leaks to, to fill in those cracks, or do they ignore them, or even worst case scenario? Do they kind of make sure nobody's looking real closely? Do they just kind of spread that crack apart a little bit and let a little more of it flow out? And what I'm afraid of is that's exactly what we are seeing with the Biden administration right now. Uh, they seem to be trying to want to buy some some short-term peace with Iran and the, and the region. I think they got caught with you know sort of opening up that little uh, that that little fissure that was in the sanction system and now they're looking around saying okay how do we put this back in the bottle and it's too late you know because at the end of the day we know that Iranian proxies whether it's whether it's Hamas directly in with Israel Hezbollah or others that are now attacking our own troops around in that region uh, they are primarily funded by Iran and this administration has not tried to tighten up those sanctions. It's actually allowed them to backslide and loosen up. So, Congressman, your, your bill, it, it kind of tightens the grip on the Ayatollahs and the government, but it, it licenses uh, for humanitarian aid to continue, though, for uh, Iranians and ordinary Iranians. That that's going to continue. Yeah, this, so this is this is a bill that I uh, was able to get passed out of our uh, out of our uh, committee, our financial services committee. Uh, I serve both on financial services, which deals with a lot of the regulators and treasury and all those, but I also serve on the foreign affairs committee. So it's kind of a nice nexus for that. And yes, the idea is to tighten up and force the administration to tighten down on especially oil. 
but we've also discovered that uh, there's a there's another side door. Uh, Iran uh, sells a tremendous amount of electricity and natural gas, uh, a lot of it going into Iraq, and that's been uh, that's been another subject of, of of some investigation that we're doing. The administration has to allow that to happen. They have to acknowledge it, and every six months they have to put out a statement. They did this very, very quietly, and what they have said is that um, that money, not just uh, uh, going to Iraq, you know, can go to bank accounts in Iraq. It can also go to bank accounts in Oman uh, and now France and Italy. Now, I'm not sure what those power lines look like running from Iran to Italy, but they must be some <laughs> infrastructure. Uh, <laughs> Because there is no damn reason why why we should be having Iranian or Iraqi money going to an Italian or a French bank to so that they can have potential access by the Iranians unless there's one thing, access to the euro. And that's where this administration is allowing this to happen. Well, they always say follow the money. It seems like you have done that. Do you have support for your bill, Congressman? Uh, we do, actually, and we've got uh, good bipartisan support on it. Uh, because there's a lot of people, you know, the, the, look, the, the Hamas invasion of, of, uh, of Israel on October 7 changed the playing field in Washington, D.C. Uh, one of my Democrat colleagues, uh, Brad Sherman, uh, uh, who is from California, uh, bad, uh, Brad and I would struggle to uh, agree that today is Tuesday on most things. But uh, <laughs> uh, we we uh, we. We work very well together, and he's – so Brad is Jewish and has been a staunch defender of Israel and a staunch critic of, of any sort of loosening or backsliding of sanctions on is, uh, I'm sorry, on Iran. And that has come under the Biden administration. It's come under the Trump administration. It's come under the, the, uh, uh, the, the Obama administration. My point is, is that people like Brad are looking at this very clear-eyed, and they are very focused on trying to make sure that Iran doesn't have the ability to finance uh, terrorism around the world. Uh, we've only got 60 seconds left, Congressman, but what are the prospects for getting some Israeli funding and maybe some Ukraine funding done by the end of the year? Um, well, you know, the, the, the House has passed a, uh, an Israeli aid package funding a little over $14 billion. Uh, that really is up to Chuck Schumer. I know he's getting a lot of pressure um, uh, within the Senate to, uh, to, to do something and to move something along. I hope that does happen. Uh, uh, Ukraine is slightly more complicated. I think for me, uh, it's having more transparency. It's having more accountability with that. And at the end of the day, We've got to make sure that uh, there is confidence, not just within Congress, but within uh, within our constituents, that the aid that's going to Ukraine uh, is actually going to where it's intended. Thank and you, Mr. Heisinger, Congressman Heisinger. We love you. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family in Zealand. We'll see you tomorrow. I hate that. <laughs>